I mean, it's it's a good correction. I think it's it's making things more responsible again on both sides. At the end of the day, I mean, we've talked about it before. These buyers didn't go anywhere. People still are still needing homes. The demand is still there. It's just that they're people are staying in their rentals or staying at their parents' home, waiting to see what this what this adjustment looks like and just recalibrating, you know, what their budget looks like based on where these new interest rates are and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people still have the mindset of, well, you know, sub 2% for a rate where, you know, that, that was historic lows. Um, so if you're able to take advantage over the past two years at those rates and, you know, all the power to you, it's fantastic. Um, but that yeah. has, that's not where they've been uh, generally. So I think all these buyers, you know, they're in the hopper, they're waiting, um, but they're just wanting to see, what this price correction looks like if there there is one if there is one i mean as you said we are seeing the prices maintained so who knows uh you know we'll see if that does adjust um but those you know for people thinking that you're listening to the ottawa real estate podcast with your hosts paul stevenson david warren and greg campbell let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today i I didn't even realize i have a friday wrap-up mug look at that amazing for anyone Amazing. watching this that doesn't know, we used to be called the Friday Wrap-Up. When no one knew what we were talking about or what the show was mm-hmm. about. That's right. They're <laughs> like, what is this? It's a show about real estate? The Friday Wrap-Up? Yeah, that makes no sense at all, right? It did to us. It made sense to us. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. I am Greg Campbell. I am a realtor and managing director of the agency Ottawa. I am joined by David Warren, who is an owner and a mortgage agent at Referral Mortgages. Paul Stevenson is away in some type of paradise. So uh, today, David and I are handling business. Yes, sir. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I, I don't know what to say. You know, I had a good weekend. I think you had a good weekend too. You're uh, you're up. Are you, no, where are you now? Are you at the cottage? I'm at the cottage, but uh, my wife's been out of town since Thursday, so I'm uh, solo dadding it with our six month old. Oh wow! That's last, uh, several days. So that's so I came and uh, secluded at the cottage. Uh, Congratulations! That that's a big move, man. That's like quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So he's currently. I uh, just stuck him on the floor beside me while we record this. So apologies if you hear uh, screaming children keep- in the background. He is not dying. I do can I can see him. Parents, just keep those babies on the floor. Just keep them on the floor. I don't know what that means. Um, so what's going on? So, what's, uh, what's shaking? You know, what, what's shaking is that um, a lot of people are panicking. And um, I understand why they're panicking. I did a little Facebook Live thing last week just to chat. It didn't go so well. I hadn't done a live in a while. So it took me a couple of minutes to get it going. But I was just talking about in general with the market where um, – Pricing homes right now is very challenging. And I have, after doing my research and having conversations um, with some other people, we're kind of inclined to tell sellers right now what they don't want to hear when we meet them is that you're looking at pricing. Pricing right now should be closer to fall 2021 prices. So I'm saying just look at, and that's almost like a 10% decrease from what the last five months have been, which I think is warranted based on everything changing with the rates going up, but it's challenging in the effect that a lot of people who may have bought uh, closing, you know, closing in the fall, paid top dollar, 
um, in the last few months, and they're expecting to get a certain amount for their home now, which they may not get. So this is, you know, we, we've talked about this forever. You know, some people listen, some people don't, but we've said this is something that could happen at some point. Uh, and it is happening. I think the people that might get hurt the most will be the ones that are trying to buy or buy, sorry, not trying to have bought new builds closing the end of this year um, based on their projected sale price for their current home, because there's no way and people are going to have to pull money from other sources. So it's going to get a little tricky. You know, I don't know if we're going to start seeing headlines of, um, you know, this being like a thing where uh, citizens of Canada can no longer afford these homes that they purchased at the beginning of 2022. And now uh, they're going into filing bankruptcy or something like that. I don't think it's going to turn into that. That sounded kind of devastating what I just said, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was very, <laughs> if that uh, was to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to scare you here. I'm just saying, get your shit together now. Like if, if you have something closing in the fall and you have not, don't have your house on the market yet or haven't sold it. And you're depending on a lot of the money from that house, just start having the conversations with uh, your professionals now, especially with the bank, because you know, there's, there's ways to make it work. And we're not talking like huge numbers. I don't think here. I mean, if anyone's off, but there could be a $50,000, $100,000 discrepancy for some of these people, you know, like think, we, uh, we, we were, go ahead. I think the new build aspect is uh, you're, you're right on point with regards to down payment um, and that being affected from the sale, but also people that signed new build purchase agreements um, based on, you know, the qualifying rate of five and a quarter, because that's what we were at uh, for fixed and variable. And now, right now, if you're closing on your, um, if you're closing on your new build, you're having to qualify at the five-year fixed plus 2%. Uh, and so in a lot of cases, with a lot of banks at six and a quarter to six and a half, six, seven, five. So there is a big difference and that has eaten away at a lot of people's affordability. So if you qualified or you bought at the max uh, of what you were qualifying for, and, and then you go and not be able to sell your home or get the equity out that you were mm-hmm. anticipating for this down payment. I think there's, yeah, there's going to be, there will be a number of people that are having to scrounge and, and really kind of get other cool borrowers on like parents co-signing or gifted, more gifted down payment, things like that. Um, so to your point, I think getting the, uh, the ball rolling sooner than later on, on getting that approval locked in or getting your place listed, knowing what the heck your numbers are instead of waiting to the last minute, because I think there will be a number of people scrambling. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like we've, you know, we've got some more listings coming out, which is crazy. Like right now I have, I mean, I have a rental and I have two lit properties up for sale and usually <laughs> I'll have one and then it's sold one sold one sold. So we're getting back to that, uh, that era where we actually have a, an inventory like you know, s- some agents will have multiple homes for sale. Um, and it's, you know, back to having those conversations and, you know, meeting expectations and making sure everybody's aware. So again, I know I've said this before, whenever I go into a scenario, I, a situation, I, I tell them, I'm like, this is what is happening. This is what I think. Um, you know, they'll usually have a different idea. And then if they want to try their idea first, um, you know, we'll work with that and then work our way backward, like how you used to, right? If you're priced too high 
And the buyers are just, even the ones that I have who are active are still just sitting and waiting, like waiting for that, that perfect house now, because now they can, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I spoke to a couple of realtors though, that, um, this past week that all, all of them commented that, uh, that they like the market slow, like where there's more options yeah. and, and where Absolutely. there's, you know, where you're able to have conversations and actually call, you know, call the other realtor, you know, learn more about the property, uh, go see it several times. You know, I, I had a couple of clients, um, look at a property, look at properties, two separate sets of clients, look at property on Thursday and Friday. You know, there was an open house on Sunday. They're like, you know, we're going to go back and take a look at it again. And, you know, we're going to run our numbers yeah. and this and that, and, you know, as opposed to that pressure uh, that they have to, you know, they can't, they can't even go look at it or they have to see it once and make a split decision. Um, yep. You know, it's, it is, uh, it is really nice. And, and the realtors I spoke to, they, they thoroughly enjoy it. You know, I know we always got comments um, on a lot of our, our, videos um of people saying well realtors and mortgage brokers like it when prices are being driven up because they make more money things like that which is just ludicrous um mm-hmm. none of us actually enjoy when the market is just no. like uncontrollable um it you know it, it it's discouraging for for buyers for sellers um you know it adds a whole layer of stress and anxiety on at least on the mortgage brokers part is at least yeah uh, when people's when people are just firing in unconditional and everything so um it'll be interesting to see how how things kind of play out and and to that point you know last week the bank of canada did raise uh the overnight lending mm-hmm. rates which affects variable rate mortgages uh and unsecured debt so they raised it by half a percent so this is the second time that they've raised a half a percent this hasn't been done before in history. It had been 30 years prior um, right. the, when they did it a couple of months ago and raised a half a percent. It hadn't been done in 30 years of raising it that much. Typically, it's a quarter point at a time. Um, so those of you that are buying a new build or those of you looking at uh, what you can qualify for because the fixed rate qualifying is that much higher, um, the variable rate qualifying is still at five and a quarter. So for those of you um that are looking or shopping or buying a new build and you're thinking fixed really uh you might want to pivot and look at variable or have that discussion because that will help with from a qualifying perspective and there's it still is you know valuable to to go variable with with where the differences are at even with the pricing with the rate increase of where where it's at um yeah and i think you know i want to bring back that point that we've you know we talk about occasionally over the past year that people really need to start doubling down on their mortgage payments if they can, anything. If it's an extra $50 a month, if it's an extra $100 a month, because as the rates increase, you're going to have to get used to making that payment eventually. So why not start now and pay more into your principal? Yeah, you know? I mean, you're just getting, you're, you're, you're padding in. Not only are you paying off the principal quicker, you're paying less interest because your monthly payments, uh, how much it's going to interest is calculated, recalculated on a monthly basis. Um, so if you pay down that mortgage quicker, um, the amount, your payment might not, isn't going to change, but the amount going to interest and going to principal will adjust within that payment. So if you're making lump sum payments or, or, you know, speeding up your payment, like Greg's mentioning, um, that'll just benefit you, um, you know, going forward as well, paying it down quicker, less interest, et cetera. Um, and then as rates increase, especially if you're on variable, you will have already been factoring that in and, and be used to it. But yeah, um, yeah, it's. It'll be interesting to see how 
you know, the variable, certainly when the Bank of Canada makes a change, uh, my inbox gets flooded by people scared that have variable mm-hmm. and wondering if they should lock in. Uh, if you have variable and you're at, you know, anywhere around prime minus 1%, prime minus, you know, three quarters of a percent or even higher than prime, somewhere at prime minus one and a quarter, it is in your best interest not to change and stay the course, stay on variable. There are a lot of benefits. Um, the difference of locking in, you're locking in at typically almost 2% higher um, going into a fixed, things like that. So it's definitely worthwhile to be uh, to kind of stay that course and, and run the numbers, have that conversation with your, your mortgage professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take take advantage of the uh, the opportunity with the variable. Yeah. What have you been seeing in the market? I know we talked about pricing being, uh, you know, yeah, challenging and, and whatnot. What have you been seeing for the price? It for so, what how realtors are pricing it out properties out there. What am I seeing in terms of how they're pricing it? Yeah, like just price. Oh well, I'm, well, I mean, a lot of people are are overpricing still. Yeah. So like the price drops you're seeing on some, um, you know, some properties will come out and then they'll do like a $50,000 reduction a week later, which is, you know, kind of, kind of crazy. You know, usually, you know, traditionally you would never see anything like that, but it's one of these things where everyone's kind of like, well, you know what, let's just try for this and see and see what happens. But then at the same time, you'll see one at, you know, 800, then it'll drop to 750. Then the neighbors comes up at seven. Or 650 holding offers. <laughs> it's, it's like it's yeah. still it's still very confusing to look at. And if it doesn't make a lot of sense to most people, if you're just seeing homes coming out and the price is being like a hundred thousand dollars difference, um, you know, and, and it seems like the same place, it's because there's still some people trying to play the multiple offer game, so they're pricing extremely low compared to what the current market is. But there's also a lot of agents now who are, who are just listing at value. Are you finding the ones that are listing too high, trying to play that multiple offer situation that they're uh, inexperienced agents or newer agents and not not tenured agents? That Some they're, of them. They're, yeah. they're not necessarily uh, you know, know what's going on in the market and they think that it's still uh, a few months ago and, and that's how they're well, pricing them. I think it's more of... Um, yeah, it's just... You know, it, it's hard to say, right? Because every scenario is different. I don't want to say that it's just uh, new agents doing it because I've met some of these, you know, in the circles, you'll meet, you know, sellers as well who are kind of just really taking charge and kind of like, this is how I want to do it based on what I think. Um, you know, so there's, to an extent, you kind of have to let the client steer the ship. You know, you you give them the, the information and you just kind of, have the conversation like, okay, we can try your way. If nothing happens within a week, then we're going down. Right. Yeah. So, and then, you know, and and you'll have the conversation of, well, you know, uh, optically it doesn't look great to do that. Uh, You know, you do one drop, but if you keep dropping down and you're not selling, then it kind of looks like, Oh, okay, well, you know, we can go in and get this place for a deal now because clearly they, uh, they overshot it at the beginning. But, you know, I think, you know, the homes are going to sell like right now, you know, people still, it's, it's not a crash. It's a correction. We're just, the last six months was just kind of a really strange place that we were in. And there was uh, a lot of panic, I guess, because people just thought it was going to keep going up. Um, but I said like every, everybody that was in, you know, everyone that I worked with, I, I made sure that they were going to be staying there. 
you know, and the people that bought and planned on doing some renovations and turning it around this year, paying that top dollar, you know, they might have, have some trouble with that. But anyways, the, uh, let's look at, look at some of the numbers here. Sure. Um, I'm going to have a nice, nice graph for everyone next week, but, uh, for today, just cause these came out, um, these came out on Friday. So I just want to let everybody know. So we sold because this is interesting data to have. We sold 1,846 residential properties in May through the MLS compared to 2,285 in May, 2021. That's a decrease of 19%. Okay. So, um, 1,384 in the residential property class down 22% from a year ago and 462 in the condominium property category, a decrease of 11% from a year ago. So that's, you know, again, and, and we saw this throughout May, the prices, the sales were going down, but the prices were remaining somewhat high. So, you know, uh, here's Penny Toronto from the our real estate board, our, our president. She says, with year over year resales declining in March and April, and now with this downward trend continuing into May, traditionally the highest performing months for resales, it's quite clear that Ottawa's resale market is shifting away from the blazing pace of 2021. And if Rising interest rates, cost of living, and inflation aren't enough factors to cause a pullback. The powerful and deadly storm oh, that brought our city to its knees last month was justifiably impacted, had, has justifiably impacted the market as well. That's true. And that's, uh, that's actually a good comment because I totally, I take that out of my, my head when I'm, when I'm doing this kind of uh, research here. But that did affect a lot. <clears throat> I think a lot of people just kind of uh, put things on hold. Um, so hopefully this week, will be different um, based yeah, I on that the, and things I think coming storm, around. I, think, I mean, the, the fact that the storm affected the entire city and so many properties, whether that be just landscaping, power outage, mm -hmm. um, everything, uh, you know, across the city and, and not just localized, I think that really, you know, the numbers for that yeah. specific week would be, you know, yeah. pretty well at a complete loss yeah. and you basically take that out of the equation almost. Yeah, like it never happened. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's a good point. Um, sharp decline in new listings corresponding with an increase in canceled suspended listings following the storm. Um, however, there were uh, 3,120 properties that entered the market in May. This is on par to last May. Um, there's an 18% increase in residential class inventory. Meanwhile, a slight decline in condominium inventory. So the average sale price of condominium class was 473,000, an increase of 11% from 2021, while the average sale in the residential class was 803,000, 802,000, increasing 8% from a year ago. So we're still, so the prices are still there, but that's, you know, that's going to change. That's going to change this month for sure. And, you know, July, August, generally, I think more so than ever this summer, like last summer, a lot of people went on vacation, but I, like this, this year, I think it's going to be bigger. Um, I'm expecting a very slow July, August, and then things. So, and this, especially if that rate hike comes up again, July was that's, that's the first week of July, right? Dave, that's yeah. supposed to happen. Yeah. And then September again, like, yeah, yeah. it's good I, though. I mean, it's, it's a good correction. I think it's, it's making things more responsible again on both sides at the end of the day i mean we've talked about it before these buyers didn't go anywhere people still are still needing homes the demand is still there it's just that their people are staying in their rentals or staying at their parents home waiting to see what this what this adjustment looks like and just recalibrating you know what their budget looks like based on where these new interest rates are and kind of mm -hmm. you know and, and people still have the mindset of 
well, you know, sub 2% for a rate where, you know, that, that was historic lows. Um, so if you're able to take advantage over the past two years at those rates and, you know, all the power to you, it's fantastic. Um, but that yeah. has, that's not where they've been, uh, generally. So I think all these buyers, you know, they're in the hopper, they're waiting, um, but they're just wanting to see what this price correction looks like. If there, there is one, if there is one, I mean, as you said, we are seeing the prices maintained. So who knows, uh, you know, we'll see if that does adjust. Um, but those, you know, for people thinking that, that demand is just, you know, evaporated, you know, it hasn't, those people still need homes and they're still wanting to buy. Uh, they're just, they're just waiting. And so it'll be interesting to see how long they wait and whether it's a month, two months, four months. Uh, but at some point, those people that were wanting to buy this year are going to buy this year. It's just a matter of of time. Yeah. And we're seeing, you know, just further back to this, we're seeing, uh, it, it is 14 days on market average now which I was predicting a few months back and that's going to keep going up. We're going to see 30 days, I think in the next six weeks um, in a balanced market, conditional days in on market or between 30 and 60 days. Ottawa is usually generally around 30. And I think we're going to, going to hit this. And uh, yeah, here's another comment. I mentioned this because we don't want sellers to panic if their homes aren't selling quickly as perhaps our neighbor's property did. <laughs> buyers will have more little uh, breathing room if this trend continues and it will, mm. you know, so that's, uh, that's the challenge because, you know, two, three days in the markets we had the last couple of years seemed like three weeks. Cause it's just yeah. go, go, go. And you're like, you're like, when this just, this was just happened in three days. And now, you know, when a week's gone by, it's like, it feels like a month. Yeah, so, I think uh, I think the um, for those of you listening that are mortgage brokers or realtors um, that haven't gone through uh, this cycle, um, you know, for Greg and I, we've been in the in the business for quite a while, where we've gone through these kind of cycles of of you know more balance to buyers to seller market, you know, all over the place. Um, you know, really stay the course. I think there'll be a number of uh, professionals on both sides that that end up going out of the business because they can mm-hmm. generate the volumes or, or the income that they were needing to, uh, to survive. And, uh, but, but for those of you that could stay in it, you know, stay the course, um, you know, they're again, the buyers are out there, sellers are out there. This is kind of just a typical cyclical, um, market that we're in and, and, you know, we'll balance out. Um, but, uh, but it'll be, I think it'll be on both to both sides on the mortgage side, the realtor side, and buyers and sellers to be creative. Like, how do you get attention? How do you find properties? How do you, you know, list your property? What are you doing that's setting yourself above? So for realtors yeah. that are, aren't used to marketing well or doing much for their property, you know, you're gonna have to spend actually some extra dollars to market it, to, to set that property uh, above others. Maybe stage it where you never staged before or yeah. do an in-person video that you never did it before. Um, things like that. You know, I think, yeah. I think some people are gonna have to be creative and those that aren't creative, are going to be, you know, pushed out of the business. Absolutely, man. And it, it's, it, it's crazy because when you look at it this way, so the market is shifting in a way that things are slowing down, which means it's going to take longer to sell generally. And as an agent, you have to spend more money to market. So it's taking you longer to get paid and your investment off the top is much higher than it was previously. So that's, that's going to be the challenge because the sellers are going to want to work with somebody who is spending the time and has a well put together package 
not only to present to them, but like assets that they can share going, this is what I've done. And a lot of the, the people at the top, you know, that, that are established, their business will be good. But for the new agents that aren't doing that, I advise you guys to just come up with a plan and start focusing on that no matter what it takes, because you can do it. You can, you can do it. You just gotta, you know, if you need a mentor or someone, find somebody, but just go through the steps to make it happen because, you know, taking the time to be the expert in all aspects of this business will pay off in the end <clears throat> for sure. Oh, Dave's got the, there he is. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Look at that. We got a guest. <laughs> you got a guest. Um, yeah, I, th I think those, those as well that aren't used to advertising um, or anything like that, I think, it, you know, this is the, where people are, most people have the tendency to pull back on your advertising, uh, getting your brand out there. Uh, this is the time when you should be doubling down because the pack won't be spending that money. They're going to be retreating. Um, because they aren't getting the same sort of volumes. If you have the opportunity or the means to um, advertise, invest, like double down on your marketing efforts. Um, you know, I think I think you'll you'll those that do will see huge growth in their business, even as market as number of transactions are slowing. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, like right now I'm going all in with my my media production side of things and my videos, and it's uh, I mean it's a lot of fun. I love doing it too, but. Uh, you know, hopefully that pays off. It was, it was interesting just based on that. I, I put together like my first um, presentation I had to do for a seller that I, I didn't really have any contact with. Like it was just kind of like a brand new thing. And I was like, man, I was happy that I've been doing this this long because <laughs> it looked, because I was looking, I'm like, this looks pretty good. You know, I, I'd work with me. I'd work with me for sure. <laughs> Yeah. All Anyways. Right. All right. Well, listen. Is that I, it? I, uh, I think that's a, it. Uh, I got a cranky guy here. Um, you know, we don't have any mood boosts, so you know, I think uh, unless you got some, uh, some. You know you what? You know what sucks, man. I have this new app. Uh, anyways, there's good jokes, and I always forget because sometimes I think, oh, maybe I'll just jump in after Paul, and it would have been perfect yeah. today. But uh, no, a little out to lunch. Okay. All good. Well, no mood boost, guys. <laughs> Paul, is, we love you. Next, next week we'll have. Uh, next week we're we're gonna have uh, like the cottage guys on. We we're gonna have them this week, but uh, schedules got mixed up. Um, yeah, and, and you did. know, and, and it was cool. They they told me that um, like next week or maybe after they said that they it's very 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 slow start to cottage season sales. So they're trying to, they want more information so that they can present a better package when we have them on, which I thought was pretty cool. That's what they said to me today. So anyways. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting their take on uh, on the cottage Big market. Big time. Sure others, yeah. others are too. So we'll be, uh, we'll get them, we'll get them on. And, uh, and those of you that are still looking for a cottage, you know, this is going to definitely be a good time. Look, <laughs> look at this little guy dancing around. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for watching. Have a great week. Take care. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.